Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. Today, I am joined by an inspirational lady. Her name is Goddess Johnson. She is from the south side of Chicago. She's now living in Florida. She is a singer, songwriter, among many things. She is also the first ever blind supermodel. So we're going to be talking about her life. So Goddess, that's her real name, Goddess. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Why don't you start off by just telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, basically, my name is Goddess Johnson, and I'm originally from the south side of Chicago. That's where I started off as far as where my mother was from. I have a very, very extensive life story uh, full of different obstacles that I have went through that have now become, you know, my platform to just, you know, show the possibility of, you know, what's possible, you know, as long as you keep pressing, you know. So I grew up in the system from my parents being incarcerated when I was at seven years old, dealing with that, dealing with all the stereotypes that come along with that, you know, having to go through a lot of things at a very young age that, you know, you shouldn't have to, but having to also learn at a very young age is the power of having to push through pain. So from there, just striving to rise above what was expected of me or spoke on me, you know, with losing my parents to being incarcerated for life, then my brothers, then I felt, um, you know, it was a period of time when I just felt like, you know, I wanted to give up, you know, going through so much abuse within the system from physical to sexual, you know, you feel like you're better off on the street. So I lived that life running away, you know, turning to gangs, thinking that, that was the way out because I felt like I didn't have family, you know. Um, so I went through that period, but I found a way to, you know, press when it came. So I had a sister that was younger than me who was experiencing some of the same things that I went through. I didn't want that from her. So it kind of like was a turning point. Like I felt like I had somebody to fight for. Um, so I kind of turned myself, you know, my life around, you know, went back to school. I had dropped out in the sixth grade. So I went back to school, tested got into high school as a junior, you know, finished high school was the first one to do that, go on to college, you know, get custody of my sister and start to live my dream. You know, I wanted to become a nurse. That was my passion. I was able to do that, you know, and so my life was changed with the accident that took my sight. And then it's just a lot from there, but we can break that down as we go along, if you like. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't mind, just share what you can or what you want to about the accident that that actually uh, took your vision and how were you able to deal with that? Of course, um, I wasn't born with any eye condition. You know, I lived, you know, fully sighted for 28 years of my life. And I was, you know, working like any other day um, as a nurse and I worked in the emergency room um, overnight. And, you know, that's why I talk a lot about my sister because um, that was my motivation. She wanted to follow in my footsteps and we both worked at the same hospital and, you know, I just left work like any other day. And I remember I'm um, getting on the road. And then after that, I just remember it being dark. 
I didn't really have any recollection as to what happened. Come to find out, I was my sight was taken from a car accident um, that I was in, and as a result from um, being hit from the impact that it had to my sight, I spent about a little under nine months in coma. I lost my accident as well, um, and my niece. So it was a very devastating time in my life. You know what I'm saying? To wake up and to be hearing all this and can't really respond because you're coming out of being in a coma. You can't really talk. You know, your body has been, you know, not in use. So I can't even explain to you what that was like. At that time, I thought it was like the end of life, you know, for me. But um, on today, I can say um, through all that pain, it turned out to be the greatest blessing. Okay, so not not only that, you know, you got, like you say, you went back, got your education, got two master's degrees, but you are yeah. also an entrepreneur. So tell us about your two businesses and, and what they're all about. Definitely. It was very important to me once um, that did happen and I did lose my sight. I spent like about seven years as to really giving up, not doing anything because I didn't really know what was possible. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, when it comes to blindness and or vision impairment, you don't, even though I was in the medical field, I really didn't see too many people um, who, you know, I didn't know what was for, you know, I ended up going to their schools that you go to for training um, to learn skills, to learn how to use a computer that can talk and you can maneuver without using sight, learning Braille. Um, and these tools allow me to go back to college, even as being blind. And I did obtain two additional master's degrees, one in visual rehabilitation, which allowed me to be a teacher of the blind and visually impaired for three years where I taught at Lighthouse in Central Florida here in Orlando, Florida. And then I went back and I pursued a uh, secondary master's in social work, which allowed me to be able to become a social worker at the Women and Children's Shelter here in Orlando, Florida. Um, always, you know, wanted to be able to use my life to, you know, if it could help one person, you know, then it was worth it. So that's what birthed my business, which is FIGHT. The first one, which is an acronym, it's FIGHT LLC. It stands for FAITH, is getting her through. And that just exercises my whole model on life. You know, when I didn't have nothing, all I was ever taught, you know, from an early age is if you can believe just for a little bit, had that little bit of faith in the mustard seed, it can get you through. So now it allows me to teach empowerment workshops, do training um, travel all over, doing motivational speaking on so many different platforms. And then I also have a secondary business. I became one of legally blind independent consultant for Rodan and Fields. So I have my own skincare consulting business as well. I'm selling skincare products, um, hair care products, and different things to help nourish and replenish your skin. So those are my two businesses. Sweet. On top of that, you are also in the American Foundation for the Blind Blind Leader Program. For those who don't know, kind of tell us about the program and tell us uh, how you got into it and what you're actually doing in it and hoping to accomplish. So the American Federation of Blind has a, it's called a Blind Leadership Cohort. And it's where you're selected. You go through a, a application process and you're selected. If you're selected, you're paired with other mentors that are successful in professional development, leadership, and being able to help um, you accomplish mastering what your goals are, helping you succeed in um, your career, 
you know, advancing within becoming a professional leader and mentor within the blind and vision impaired community. It's a year program. You have to do, um, do regular classes and courses, um, different group assignments, different training. And in the end, you graduate and you're certified as a um, leader, um, certified mentor uh, for blind and visually impaired adults. So it's a big honor for me. I was happy to get accepted because that's what I love to do to just, you know, mentor, inspire, and show what's possible, especially within my blind and visually impaired community, because there are no limitations unless you set them for yourself. So you are also the first blind supermodel. You participated in the Miss Blind Diva pageant. Uh, not only did you participate, but you guys got a documentary coming out. So kind of tell us about that, how you got into that and about the documentary and what that was like. That was a great experience. The Miss Blind Diva Empowerment pageant is one of the only pageants uh, for blind and visually impaired women. It doesn't just highlight beauty. It highlights the impact that you have made within your community and your professional, you know, outreach, all different aspects, highlighting your talent. And um, it was a great honor to win the title of Miss Blind Diva 2022-23. Um, it's been amazing. Um, the process was great. I competed with 10 other women from various parts of the U.S., um, California, Texas, Florida, Philadelphia, Virginia, Jersey, New York, and also Jamaica. There were some amazing ladies, you know, and it was empowering. It was uplifting for one another. Each one of us had a story, you know, so I could, have, you know, I was honored, you know, but any of all of them just were major, major movers and shakers. So it definitely was great. And with that, it is a documentary that's being done by film producer Lisa Durden, and it's called Blind Divas, and it's highlighting the lives of the founders behind the scenes of Eyes Like Mine Incorporated. And it highlights the pageant and me as being the winner kind of shows my journey, my story. And then the aftermath was come from the pageant, you know, the experiences, you know, the networking and the opportunity that that has come from winning. So it's definitely been an amazing opportunity. And uh, I'm truly honored to have this, you know, to wear the title. So you also have a music career. Tell the listeners how you got into music and what kind of music you do. And do you have anything uh, coming out here anytime soon or some music that the listener can go check out? Well, I am going to be coming out soon with featuring rapping with something I used to do coming up with my brothers as a way of, you know, just getting it out of expression. It was something I always just played around with. You know, believe it or not, I may be a supermodel and everything now, but I started off, you know, it's just that girl, you know, boy, just hanging out, just, you know, my brothers was my everything, you know. So, you know, recently we're getting connected with, you know, my new brother, you know, big boy Saint, you know, shout out to him. I had the honor of meeting him in Las Vegas. Um, We were both a part of this, you know, amazing new family, even though I'm blind. You know, it's a unity. And, and, you know, he was like, he was just talking. And, you know, it's just something that he was like, you should do it. You should get back into it. So, you know, collab now being a part of, you know, BMG and going to be featuring on some and just, you know, shining that light there. It was something I hadn't did in a while. So that's something I'm getting back into now. So stay tuned. 
Absolutely. You guys definitely be on the lookout for that Blind Money Gang project. Yes. I actually wrote one of Goddess's verses. Yes. Songs. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay tuned for that. <laughs> Absolutely. But you're you're also a speaker. Yes. You you you've had a lot of speaking engagements, so so kind of tell us about that and and the various things and, and topics that you speak on and and all the things that you got going on. Absolutely, uh, you know, speaking is one of my you know out of all the things that I do, that's where you know for me it's personal because it's also healing for me. You know, I've been blessed to utilize the different aspects of my life that you know at one point were meant to break me now are used you know, as a pillar of inspiration and hope for so many. I've spoken at women's conferences, youth conferences. I've been the um, speaker at the Ultimate Women's Expo with Fantasia, um, the youth explosions with Kalante Gavin, a gospel singer. I've been interviewed on several podcasts, one with Lucille O'Neill, various different radio station hosts, such as um, Monica May with the Time Join the Morning Show, Amanda Snap, oh my gosh, I do college graduations, I do high school, you know, programs, empowerment workshops. I've spoken on so many um, levels, you know, because in domestic violence, you know, as being a survivor of that. So I just pretty much, you know, everything that I went through going back into the group homes, um, that's one of my greatest passions going back now into the group homes and speaking to the young at-risk youth that were like me, you know, being able to show them that you can get through this, being able to be that pillar of hope, going into the prisons, you know, speaking to mothers, you know, speaking to, you know, siblings, you know, giving them that inspiration, um, you know, so all of those are platforms that I've been blessed to speak on now, you know, through what I've went through in my life. And uh, it, it's just, it means so much to me, you know. Because that's what your life is supposed to be for, a purpose. You have to find the pain, take all the pain and find the purpose through it, you know. And that's what speaking does for me. So tell us about any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that the listeners need to know about. Oh, man, so coming up, I got a full schedule. I'm going to be modeling in the Beauty Celebrity Fashion Expo here in Orlando, Florida on February the 26th. I'm also going to be modeling with Miss Newark USA, Miss Ghana World, and the Queen's Pageant Fashion Show coming up in New Jersey on February the 19th. I'm going to be speaking at the opening of the Harriet Tubman Art Exhibit, the new exhibit at the Newark Museum on March 11th. And once again, I'm blessed to be sharing the stage with the beautiful Fantasia. I'm open and speaking at the Women's Expo in Jacksonville, Florida on March 12th. Uh, so those are just a few of many events <laughs> on my calendar. Man, you're truly doing it big and, and truly representing and giving back to the community. You got a website to where people can keep up with everything that you're up to? Can we follow you on social media so we can keep up? Absolutely, man. I'm on all social media sites. I am on Instagram under the real dot goddess. That's C H E R E A L. Put the period in there, and there my name is spelled G O D D E S T. I'm also on Facebook. You can look me up under Goddess Johnson. That's G O D D E S T. 
J O H N S O N or Goddess Thrill Kill T H R A I L K I L L. And of course, like and subscribe to my fan page. You can find me under Goddess Johnson 2022 Miss Diva pageant title holder. And last but not least, hit up my personal website, www.fightsllc.com. You know, I look forward to hearing from all of you. You know, I'm a very personal person. I'm never so busy. Man, how did you get the name Goddess? You know, it's so funny. I get accent all the time. And um, I only remember the story. So my mom, she just always told a story about um, she had a hard time when she was pregnant with me, you know, but I was always a fighter, you know, so it was always that type of spirit. And then she was into, she read a lot of Greek and mythology books. So, you know, you have goddess of this and that. And, but she wanted, she loved the name, but she said she knew I was going to be different. So she wanted to make it unique. So instead of spelt it, Spelling it, excuse me, with the two S's, she's dropped the S, one of the S's, and gave it a T to give it my originality. And here I am. Here you are. You definitely <laughs> are original. Close us out with some final thoughts, maybe something that I have failed to touch on that you would like to talk about, or just any final thoughts that you have for the listeners. Man, the, my main thing is I always to let you know that, you know, never, 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 ever you know, set limitations for yourself and never, ever let someone else tell you what you can or cannot achieve. No matter what hand you've been dealt in life, you know, play them hands, continue to press, continue to, you know, reach within your inner self to let your inner light shine. You know, we all have, you know, our own fingerprints to leave in this world and it's all what we choose to make it. You know, never let the pain overpower. Always try your best to press and find the purpose through it. And I lay y'all on purpose. And that's it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fightllc.com. Miss Goddess Johnson, y'all be sure to check her out. She might be coming to a city near you. Uh, we got a couple of BMG singles dropping this, uh, this month. So y'all be sure to check that out. Just check out everything that she's up to and everything that the Blind Money Gang is up to. See Jackson 102 at cox.net. For any feedback that you have about the show, Goddess, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome, Sia. Thank you for having me. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. dream.